Welcome to this uh, weekly squeak for the 21st, 22nd, depending how you and when listen, of February. And in this episode, I'm not going to cover anything that specifically happened this week. I want to look at a topic I've wanted to discuss for quite a while. And that is of tech tribes and being an outsider amongst outsiders. I'd like to prefix this with saying that I am trying very hard not to make this podcast just a rant or a whinge or sound like I'm complaining. And my accent probably doesn't necessarily help that. But um, see how we go. So setting some context, I make no pretense that I am a generalist. I have mentioned this before. I also make no pretense that I get bored quickly. I get bored with a lack of progress um, where I don't feel like I'm accomplishing anything. And I have written before about how sometimes being a generalist flitting around can make you feel left out or worse, you know, an idiot who's wasted their life sometimes. And I'd like to explore this a little bit further and relate it to the concept I'm calling the tech tribes. So I think it's accurate and fair to say that many of us working in tech, at least those of us who have been working in tech for some time, probably grew up as outsiders to the mainstream. And for many years, our choice of interests and then our choice of work was generally regarded as a domain of awkward nerds. And this was when nerd was a term of insult. And in the past years, us awkward nerds have become increasingly joined by those who would have probably been put off by this image in the past. And maybe in an ultimate twist of irony, likely some of those who are now joining us are some of those sorts of people who made our lives hell when we were younger. I think a lot of this is because the tech sector is booming. Technology is pretty much now king and it's largely profitable. It largely pays well and for the most part never stops demanding talent. And in short, for the time being, we won. The geeks inherited the earth. And the previous winners from whatever industry or sector that might have been, I'm not really sure, won in on this this game of those that they, they did call losers before. A lot of this could probably do with some further explanation, dissection, analysis, expansion, but that's not what I want to discuss in this podcast and I'm not even sure if it's something I could discuss. What I want to focus on is how this has maybe affected us. We may choose to deny it, but breaking into tribes, gangs, teams, clubs, groups, along whatever divisions, is kind of human nature. As we might like to think intelligent people, we probably want to think we don't do it, but we do. And we may try to make excuses and intellectual arguments for what is basically joining a gang. It's something of a defence mechanism. We felt isolated and different as youth. So forming into strongly identifying groups on particular topics gives us a strength in numbers that is comforting and boosts confidence. And you can kind of see this manifest, especially now online or in rooms full of tech enthusiasts. Things as kind of really as petty as, you know, my Linux distribution is better than yours because my text editor is better than yours because your choice of programming language is dumb because. And these are pretty tame examples. At the extreme end of some of these attitudes, we could see them manifesting into controversies and really big problems like Gamergate and the general denigration of minorities in the tech world. And I don't necessarily want to say that these extreme examples versus the kind of silly examples are equal. I'm just saying that they share some of the same kind of roots in attitude, maybe. And we like to pretend that these arguments, especially the simple ones, 
are justified and backed by reason, informed experience or knowledge that we have. And sometimes they may be. But a lot of the time, it is just plain and simple posturing. And especially in a fairly male-dominated industry, again, it's kind of our nature to want to do that. Maybe we could be fair and just say it's a modern equivalent of squaring up your chest to a rival. And again, in principle, this is human nature. It's kind of what we do. And for the most part, it's kind of okay. If you care so much about something to get involved in such a heated discussion, then a lot of the time, good on you. When it's not okay is how you treat people who don't share this opinion. There will be, of course, those who have an equally strong opinion to you that is contrary or different and don't even want to associate with the likes of you, which is kind of dumb in itself, or more constructively will enjoy the challenge of trying to change your opinion. But this doesn't excuse treating someone badly or rudely because they don't share an opinion with you. And an issue that I find more subtle than this but is sort of related is the way that people who don't really care or have a more pragmatic, balanced opinion or haven't even formed an opinion yet are treated. And I will include myself in this group. And maybe you will say pragmatic means sitting on the fence. Maybe that's true. But whatever, there are people like us in the industry. So let's discuss that. And at some of the more geeky conferences, you will see this all the time. Groups swarming off to their tribes of choice to seek a bit of sort of self-congratulatory confidence boosting. And again, that's fine. That's what these social events are for. A lot of the time you're working in volunteer capacities in your free time on these things. And this is a social get together to feel good about yourselves. That's fine. But when you're asked which tribe you identify with and you don't identify with any, because maybe you have a more broad range of interests or you haven't formed an opinion yet, it can be very isolating and lonely. When everyone vanishes off to their Project X dinner or drinks that you knew nothing about, but maybe you had something to contribute to, maybe you had a valid opinion that was worth hearing, can feel a lot like those cold, dark playgrounds of your youth all over again. So sometimes it feels like having this general interest in lots of things amongst some more extreme tech folk is a bad thing. Surely you must have an opinion. You can't have a balanced view of everything. You know, calm down on the side of something. Stop sitting on the fence. Maybe I and other people like me are indecisive. In fact, I will admit I am completely indecisive. Maybe I fear committing myself to any one thing and I use it as an excuse to move from project to project. And maybe I have. I've used a lack of progress on something as an excuse to just move on to something new instead of pursuing it. Yeah. But there are other people like me, I think, and maybe a lot of silent majority who you don't hear from very much, but especially beginners who haven't even formed an opinion yet. I've had the luxury of maybe deciding not to form an opinion on anything, but if you're a beginner, you haven't even had a chance to form an opinion yet. And alienating beginners from day one is not a sustainable approach to project growth. And then also this can come across as snobbery or overconfidence. And as success grows in the tech world, I feel like these attitudes are increasing, this snobbery and overconfidence. Not only now do we think we are right, we feel that we have increasing evidence to prove it. I'll say again, I'm trying very hard not to make this post sound like a rant because I sometimes feel left out. And in every situation when I've experienced these attitudes or being ignored, 
I try to step back. I try to take a balanced and objective look at things and people's opinions. And I try to keep being friendly. But you know what? Generally being the only one who approaches people, instigates conversations and tries to engage with others gets exhausting. And I find as I get older or maybe just more jaded, I don't know, it gets increasingly exhausting. I have noticed a little bit of some cultural differences between a European event and events in, well, I can only speak for USA, Australia. And especially at events in the USA, I found I was, in my experience, rarely left alone in a room of strangers for longer than about five minutes before someone would approach me and introduce me into their circle, even if I didn't necessarily share an opinion or an interest in what they were discussing, they welcomed you in. At European events especially, I have found I can stand in a room alone for an hour and very few people will make a move to greet you. Saying all this, it's hard to say whether maybe relationships you make at European events end up being more long-lasting and meaningful versus US, which may be a more short-term and fleeting. I don't know. This is a difficult theory to test, and I don't really want to cast judgment on how different cultures value friendships and relationships and things like that. I'm just kind of pointing out the facts as I have experienced here. But on the flip side of this, I have found that often US attendees and speakers at events are far more geared towards personality. They often expect you to have heard of someone they mention. Maybe this is due to sort of US dominance and just a, an assumption that you must have because why wouldn't you have? Or maybe it's just a different cultural way that uh, groups are formed instead of topic, it's personality, maybe. Of course, I'm generalizing. Anyway, so what? I'm not really sure what my conclusion or the outcome to this podcast is. This is something I wanted to get off my chest, really. I will say that despite having been offended by quite a few attendees at events, I try to remain open-minded and positive on this issue. I keep trying. I keep trying to be friendly no matter what, or at least friendly, friendly, if that's a word, point out that maybe someone was a little rude. I guess all I'm asking or saying is that when someone approaches you who doesn't have an opinion you share, be courteous. That's an obvious thing to say. Hopefully, they are trying to understand why you have formed your opinion and why you are passionate about something. So help them understand why. And don't cast judgment on why they haven't formed the same opinion yet. When you see someone struggling to fit in, remember those times in your life when you were rejected and ignored. And remember how it felt. It wasn't great, was it? And finally, remember that treating someone nicely might just help them agree with you, or at least see your opinion. And thus, you may be welcoming a new contributor into your community. So thanks very much for listening to this episode. Hopefully, uh, Something constructive came out of it. I'll be traveling next weekend, so I'm not sure of the quality of the podcast, but, but you'll hear from me then. So in the meantime, have a great week. Thank you.